and welcome to another 15 for 30 podcast here on Ball Study with me, Mick McCarthy. 15 for 30 is our weekly GDA series where we get you, the public, to pick your best county team from the last 30 years from various counties, football and hurling. This week's our eighth instalment and we're going with the county of Kerry. By far, by far the most successful county uh, that we've tackled so far and of course one of the most successful counties that there is over the last 30 years in either football or hurling. Kerry have won seven All-Irelands in that time despite their barren spell, their famine all the way up to 1997. Uh, they still managed to squeeze in the seven All-Irelands in the, the last 23 years um, as it is with 97, 2000 five in the 2000s and of course in 2014 as well so a lot to tackle there 71 all-stars so if you're going on to balls that lead to vote for your best carry 15 of the last 30 years you have a hell of a task you have a lot of players that you have to get through you have footballers of the year that might not even make it um so very very tough task there but one we're really looking forward to tackling our guests today Two balls out of E-Men, actually, that demanded their place on uh, any Kerry podcast to talk about it. I honestly think we could be a half an hour even on goalkeeper alone here. These two good boys uh, love talking about Kerry football. Um, that is, of course, PJ Brown of Balls out of E and Morris Brosnan of uh, Balls out of E Emeritus, we'll call him. He's uh, he's in Sydney at the moment, uh, but still uh, eager to check in and talk a little bit about Kerry football. Morris, of course, a Galway man with Kerry uh, parentage, so uh, we, we'll, we'll pretend he's a Galway man when we do Galway in a few weeks again but uh, himself and PJ love carry football love talking about carry football and we'll get to that in just a few minutes time first though our seventh installment was last week was the Clare hurling one which was actually a really really interesting one as well um, lots of interaction on that lots of votes and a couple of surprises here and there I'll go through the 15 for you now uh, there was a lot of votes in for a lot of different players a lot of votes in for the same player uh, when people aren't there you know if you've got a nickname like Sparrow as Ger O'Loughlin has, and Ger the Sparrow O'Loughlin, the Sparrow O'Loughlin, Ger O'Loughlin, uh, and of course James O'Connor, who seemingly nobody spelt uh, his first name the same twice, but yet still had, I think, the fourth most votes of anybody. Uh, so that could be a bit of fun, but um, a really great team here. A lot of a lot built on the 95-97 team. I think there's 10 members of the 97 All-Ireland winning team on the team and five from the 2013 team. So you would expect that kind of um, that kind of breakdown. But some close ones as well. Peter Duggan, a man who didn't win any of the All-Irelands, he came, he, he's come up since um, start of the 2018 Championship. Very, very unlucky not to get into this team, as sometimes happens here on uh, 15 for 30. He had the 14 most votes of anybody, but still wasn't able to make it into the team because there was too many forwards as it is. We do try to move people around um, just to make sure that the team uh has is representative of the most votes but it also does have to make sense we can't put a corner forward corner back for example so we do try to keep it somewhat of a realistic team that's how things work anyway just when you're voting for the Kerry team here's the Clare team that you voted for last week the Clare 15 for 30 of 1990 to 2019 is in goals a unanimous decision almost in David Fitzgerald a full back line of Liam Doyle and the two Lohans Brian and Frank Brendan Bugler is the sole member of the 2013 team to make it into the back seven alongside, of course, Shawnee McMahon and Anthony Daly. Midfield of a really intriguing midfield partnership of Colin Lynch and Tony Kelly, while a forward line then of James O'Connor, John Conlon, Conor McGrath, Niall Gilligan, Shane O'Donnell and Ger Desparo O'Loughlin, as I've already said. So that's the Clare team. A couple of play- players moving around positions a little bit there to kind of fit into the team. You wouldn't normally have Conor McGrath wing back. You wouldn't normally have Liam Doyle a cornerback. But th- those were the people who were who had the most votes who could fit into that team. So that's an intriguing team. I think that would go well against any of the hurling teams we've done so far. But for the Kerry, uh, for the football teams that we've done so far, it's going to be very hard to beat whatever Kerry team 
the two boys come up with, and of course you, if you go on the balls of the before Friday and vote for your team, we will we will have the full team up on Friday. But right now, let's get to our chat with Morris and PJ. Right, we've had lots of ex-players on the, the show, we've had current players on the show, we've had uh, match commentators, but there was no two people that I wanted to talk carry football more about than two colleagues of mine. PJ Brown of Balzari, uh from Kerry, and we've got Morris Brosnan of uh, Balzari Emeritus, we'll call him, and he's of <laughs> Kerry, if not quite from Kerry. Morris, you've been spending two days in Sydney there, scribbling down, uh, scribbling out, erasing, doing different things with your Kerry 15. Have you actually got a finish at this stage? You know, like I, I do just about, but um, I'm really disappointed in you as much as I am in this. Like oh. I would have expected that you'd known me um better than this to know that I would like a lot more notice than than two days. <laughs> like for me to sufficiently do this project, I probably needed about two months. <laughs> but I've made do and just about come up with fifteen anyway. Yeah, I'll expect you to change two of them on the fly. I'd say at least <laughs> at least two people that nobody has ever considered, and a reason is you know what way they'll uh, pass it to different people. But it's it's actually a mad county we've talked about it already on the show already about just how many like there's all stars going to be left out here definitely there could even be footballers of the year left out there's just too many to pick from over the course of 30 years um and goalkeeper is actually one of them pj i don't know who you've gone with but there's three different all-stars um in goals and i would even argue then another one or two that could still even be in consideration but who have you gone for Goalkeeper, I thought it was quite tricky because you've like different eras of goalkeeping styles. When back in like the the the, the clear the, the ones who were the options here: Dermot Declan O'Keefe, Dermot Murphy, and uh, Brendan Keeley. And then it's like kick out your know, kick out strategy wasn't a thing for uh, Declan O'Keefe and Dermot Murphy, and you're trying to compare them with uh, with Brendan Keeley. So I've gone with Dermot Murphy because. I, he was, you know, he was there through the years, my main years of like watching Kerry and them being so successful. Yeah. But like, <laughs> when I put him in, one of the first things I thought about was a Darrow O'Shea anecdote from Radio Kerry last year or two years ago when he said himself and Seamus Scanlon were talking about Dermot Murphy's kickout style and he didn't have one. The lads had no idea where the ball was going to land, but they said the, the good. They, they found a positive in that, in that, in that it was, you know, Tyrone are probably spending hours above in, above in like Garvahi trying to figure out where Dermot Murphy, what Dermot Murphy's <laughs> tactic is when there isn't one. Yeah, I love that. It's like, it's the Kilkenny, there are, like our tactic is there are no tactics idea. Yeah. You know, I still don't even believe it, <laughs> even after all these years with Kerry either, they're the same thing. Morris, who have you gone for? I, 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 not that my opinion matters at all, but I, I went for Murphy too. That's too, yeah, too. I, I I also went for German Murphy as well. Like the, I, I it's purely kind of a decision based off the old school kind of bracket of what a goalkeeper was. So like you go back to like I I mean you even think back to I don't know if you remember that game in, in, against Sligo in 2009 when he saved the penalty Adrian Marin's penalty at the very end of the game. But they, like Kerry were a point up at that stage. They were gone if mm. Marin scored. There's two minutes left in the game and they go on to win on Ireland. The point with kickouts is interesting though what PJ made there because like when you look at a really underrated game, the 2007 Dublin Kerry game. Uh, Kerry's kick out that day is actually really, really clever. And it's nothing to do with Jimmy Murphy, but it's everything to do with both Dara O'Shea, uh, Paul Gallivan and Declan O'Sullivan and what they would have did with it. And so then what subsequently happened when, like, it's no people, Murphy left and suddenly 
everybody started questioning the number one spot. But the bigger absence was that in 2010, Daryl O'Shea left. And that's where the kick-out really suffered. It was nothing to do with kind of, it could have been anybody kicking the ball out because he's such a master in the middle of the park. And I think, like Mick, I was listening to you and Niall McCoy talk about McEntee and, you know, when players leave, you kind of appreciate their absence all the more. And I actually think that uh, goalkeeper is a really interesting one for Kerry because after Murphy, like, there was a time, lads, I, I don't know if you remember this, there was a time not so long ago when the whole county, the whole country was talking about the potential for a 36-year-old Brian Sheehan to start in an All-Ireland semi-final in goals because he played there as a minor because Kerry's kick-out was so bad. Like, it was only subsequent to that that they were just totally... <laughs> Totally. Like there was a time Kerry in twenty seventeen had a goalkeeper who was actually a fine goalkeeper, but he kicked the goal kick out over his own end line. Like it was the first time I've ever seen that happen. Like so it was more so to do what happened out the field, but just so so you are picking Jeremy Murphy, but it's nothing to do with the modern definitions of a of a goalkeeper. It, it's what he was at the time and, and in those brackets I think he was the best shot stopper. Yeah, I yeah. think it's I think it's a fair thing and that we what we always talk about here is that you're talking about probably three different eras, especially in football. It's like three different games almost over yeah. the course of these thirty years. And you can only judge somebody by when they played themselves. Who's to say that if Dermot Murphy didn't come through now, he wouldn't develop into a kick out first goalkeeper, you know, but he exactly. was the best of his time, I guess. Uh, right, so Morris, we'll stick with you for the give us the give us your whole full back line and then uh we'll we'll talk through this your choices. So I have uh, Mark Roche in one corner, Thomas Oliver in the other corner, and I went with Mick McCarthy, Michael McCarthy as the fullback. This is the old Thomas Oliver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, this, the is, guard, this is already an issue, lads, with that I'm worried Grant about Moore, with yeah. the, that I hadn't thought through on. Uh, you know, where we, we this is the eighth county we've done, and I hadn't thought through uh, somebody with the same name playing in the same position being voted for. So. <laughs> um, I, I do presume that Ratmore is uh, Thomas Oliver. That that's um, PJ. Have you any change to that? I actually had the same full back line, uh, but with with Oliver at full back and McCarthy in the corner. Yeah, I have the same as you. I have Thomas yeah. Oliver at full back and Mike McCarthy at a uh, at cornerback. I, like Thomas Oliver was a player who played pretty much like nearly everywhere in the carry in the carry back yeah. line. I think he I think he played wing back in like the two thousand dollar and final, and he finished up a cornerback and. In 2009, and in between, he played a fullback as well. So, a lot of these, a lot of these lads are interchangeable in fullback. Yeah, I think that's a very fair. Uh, I think Mark's going to be in every team, and those two boys are probably ahead of the other. There's a, there is other contenders though there, um, Morris, but uh, those two just kind of again putting Mark on a pedestal almost on his own. Those other two kind of stick out, and there are lads that maybe came back over the years, like someone like Seamus Moynihan, that you'd probably be talking about later on in, in, in the team. I think yeah, Seamus exactly. Moynihan gets it later on, I think, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I always thought like, having Seamus Moynihan at full-back in the team was like playing Roy Keane at centre-back in the Man United team. Yeah. You know, he, was, he, won he was better... He won his He was better off. He, he was more influential in in like at centre back or a little bit further out the field. I completely agree. Yeah, he did win his 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 um, his, uh, his footballer of the year from fullback though, which was kind of weird. But I again, you're kind of looking at what's the best balance of the team. Morris, you were going to say yeah, something. and he, even just like to go back to your point on what you meant of players of their time, what you said about Murphy a second ago. Like I actually think that that is something that goes in the favour of o- O'Shea and Sullivan because. When you consider the time, and uh, Tom Sullivan actually talked about this recently about him going to Jack O'Connor and saying, "Why aren't we doing what every other county is doing and trying to give our fullback line some sort of protection?" Like there was fifty yards of space right up until you know how much 2008 and Kerry are still playing this way, and like obviously that is uh, the style of football that Kerry decided to play. But that's also a major 
plus to these players who were that exposed and still kind of stood out as much as they did. Particularly, I think Mark Roche, like, you, like, you know, they had zero protection all the way throughout their career and still managed to... Uh, I remember, like, Tom Sullivan got man of the match in 2009. Mark Roche is the shackles he's put on players as well. Like, it's nearly a credit to them that they were as good as they were in the generation that they operated in. Yeah. They were seriously so tough defenders. I always remember walking down the street in, uh, in Belly Bunyan and Tom Sullivan was a guard. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, on nights out when you walk out of a pub kind of drunk and see Tom Sullivan standing there in front of you. <laughs> Quite an imposing figure. Uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, PJ, your half-back line. I, got, I expect we're, we're going to be quite similar in this one as well. Tomas O'Shea at number five, yeah. Seamus Moynan, centre half-back, and Aidan O'Mahony at uh, yeah. left half-back. Morris, you're the same? Yeah, the exact same. Yeah, uh, I, it is worth mentioning. Like your what you mentioned about James Moynihan is is a great point. It's nearly a, an, another plus in his bracket. The fact that like in two thousand he shackled that was a, like, he he put the shackles on Park Joyce that year. That was the year he won Player of the Year. That was on the edge of the square, and that was a Joyce who came off. Like if you think about what he did either side of that in ninety eight against Galair and then two thousand one final again when it was one of the best individual performances I've ever seen in All Ireland final, and it was a Joyce in that form who who Moynihan kind of stopped. I, I like yeah, I think he he was a uh, it's to my mind, he was kind of the Rolls Royce defender, like in in my generation, anyway. That he, like, I, I, he also nearly made it for like for a generation of people growing up when Moynihan was operating. He made defending kind of sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was the guy who, uh, who suddenly it became kind of attraction. You wanted to be a Seamus Moynihan, which, you know, I, there's very few players. We were lucky in that we kind of had players like Moynihan and McGinney who you actually looked up to, and defending all of a sudden became kind of a, a, an attraction. So yeah, I think there won't be too much disagreement on that tree. Yeah, anyone else that kind of like even you thought about or whatever? I think Aidan Manny, in fairness, is there. But Paul Murphy, you kind of think you've almost dismissed the modern lads a little bit, don't you? But he's had, yeah. if you think about his I, uh, last seven, six, seven years, it's been really, really impressive. All our final man of the match. Yeah. Like someone very versatile as well. Like someone that in Fitzmaurice talk could play in the, at, at centre forward. Yeah. In Fitzmaurice himself, another option yeah, in there in the halfback yeah. line. And I like. I have to mention two North Kerry lads, the two of the toughest halfbacks of all time, uh, Im, Im and Breen and Liam Flaherty. Yeah, uh, both bo- both ninety seven winners. Yeah, Im like, Breen won also ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they Im and Breen definitely. He was he was in consideration there for in in the Aidan O'Mahony spot. But I think like five All Ireland for Aidan O'Mahony. Yeah, can't argue yeah. with that. And, really. and incredible yeah. longevity as well. Exactly, yeah, and he was always a key part of any team he was in. Um, Morris, did you have anybody else that you, uh, 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 in the back seven even, that, that kind of we haven't brought up yet that you kind of feel deserve to mention? No, I, like, I, I, I'm really glad PJ mentioned Amos Morris, though, to be honest. Like, I, I really hope that how his management ended and kind of the, the cloud about that and the stuff with the fans and all that, like, I hope that doesn't tire how good a player Amos Morris was. Like, I, 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 that, that should not take away from how good he was as a footballer and also kind of what he achieved as a, as a manager. Sometimes that does happen where they're kind of underrated. So, he, like, I, I had a really tight between him and uh, O'Mahony, actually. And even then when O'Mahony moved across the six, like, Killian Young filled that void perfectly at the time. He just probably didn't get necessarily the longevity. Paul Murphy is, is a victim, I think, of his versatility in a team like this where, because he kind of can't nail him down into one position, he doesn't kind of get any. But he's another player when he's not there, you notice his absence way more than he is. I thought, even if you look at, like, up until last year against Dublin, how he swept there. But, um, I, yeah, I think those six are, are kind of locks, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, okay. One, one more, probably should get mentioned, Stephen Stack is uh, oh, yeah. like someone who, 
someone who was there throughout the like the drought, and he was like he he was there for about the the eleven years throughout the drought, and kind of hung on long enough for that uh for that All Ireland ninety seven. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a few of those lads actually. Yeah, uh, midfield then, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that Darrow O'Shea makes it into both your teams. Who's his partner? Indeed. PJ. I've gone with David Moore. Yeah, so have oh, I. Boy. <laughs> Maybe this is as hard as I thought it was. Yeah. Too big can men. I make a point on that? Can, yeah. can I, like, I, I really don't, I hope this doesn't come across as kind of like um, like a, a hipster or whatever kind of point. Like I'm not trying to put, I, I actually think Kerry is a lot easier to pick than other counties purely because of the, like you look at it, right? You've got from 90 to 99, Kerry won six All-Stars. From 2000 to 2009, they won 42 All-Stars. From 2009 to 2019, they won 21. So you have a really condensed bracket of incredibly talented players. And that's not to take away from what happened either side, but when they're that kind of elevated. And like, say, for example, I heard you talking with Niall about, um, about Jamie Clark. And to be honest, I kind of rolled my eyes when Niall was making his arguments that Jamie Clark should be in the team. And he, I know he actually got voted in, in in the end anyway. But then I thought about it and I was like, Jamie Clark has had a decade of football with Armagh and he mightn't have had much success, but he's going up against like teams of one, maybe one all, all Ireland. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it might necessarily be that kind of person. Whereas you look at, say, a player like, say, for example, I think of somebody like Shawnee O'Shea, who we might talk about in a couple of minutes, but like, Shawnee O'Shea has had two brilliant years for Kerry, like, incredible to do what he did back to back. But he, what he's up against is so elevated, they're just not in the bracket right now. And that's not to take away from what he might do eventually, or any of these players that we will talk about. Like, the current Kerry team probably won't feature as much, but it's purely because the, the bracket of success that Kerry enjoyed in those 10 years is so high that yeah. you're nearly actually trying to pick from a really condensed period as opposed to kind of a, a 30 year span. Yeah. It's very true. The five, the five All Irelands in the in the two thousands in the noughties, if you want, in in those ten years, is as successful as exactly what they did in the eighties. You know, and yeah. it's I kind of felt that it was because they lost the throne the three times. It was like as if there was always this oh Kerry versus throne. It was never kind of accepted that that was an unbelievable achievement for for yeah. I suppose it was two different teams really that won the kind of the five All Irelands, but. Uh, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's almost an underestimated period in history for, for Kerry when the success was so unbelievable, like, you know. But, the, Kerry, uh, the Kerry team it never took a year off either. Like, they were there, yeah. or they were always competitive they throughout were, the yeah, decade. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. you couldn't say that about Tyrone for, in every year. Like, they, they'd one of the worst defences, title defences of all time. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the well, it was like whatever about Tyrone. Like we don't need to, to kind of talk about them. But the I remember there being discussion about this Kerry team not being a great team, and because they couldn't beat Tyrone and stuff like that. But like if you think about it, like in two thousand they won the All Ireland, two thousand and one semi final. Fair enough. That's that's the blot. Like you know, because that was such a horrible performance. Beaten by a point in final in two thousand two. Take a point in the semi final in two thousand three. Won in two thousand and four. Lost the final two thousand and five. Won two thousand six. Won two thousand seven. Won. 2006 and seven very pretty easily. In eight, you lose that final, and then in 2009, come back and win again. Like it's, uh, just, they could have very, very easily had four in a row as well, you know. Um, all right, let's get into the forwards then. This is where the big, uh, the big questions and the big decisions need to be made. Morris, your half forward line. I went with uh, Declan Sullivan, Colin Cooper, and Paul Gallen. Okay, so Declan Sullivan playing in on the wing. Yeah, like you well, could have picked them in any of the six. 10, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Gooch at eleven. Yeah. So uh, apparently, I did that to try and 
like that was a bit cheating. I was trying to shoehorn players into the corner. I, I'll admit that as well. But I also do think that before he was injured, Gooch on the 45 was incredible. And that the 2013 game against Dublin, if you like, if you watch that first half, that is poetry in motion. Like that, it, it's it, it, it's how you imagine Gaelic football should be played. It's kind it kind of goes back to um, what David Brady was saying about Kieran McDonald. Like what the, you know when these players are such complete, like they're probably to my mind that's actually the complete uh, forward line epitomised by somebody like. Declan O'Sullivan, who is the kind of complete forward, you can play anywhere, like you want any of those six positions. You've got three options as, as, as a forward, you know, you can either carry the ball, you can shoot or you can pass. And Declan O'Sullivan not only always made the right option, but he was brilliant at all three. Like he was such a brilliant finisher. He was an incredible link man. And he also, as a ball carrier, like as a pure running with the ball, he was unstoppable. So yeah, like I shoot Gooch in there for what's to come down the line, but I, yeah. I kind of would stand over it. But he was like, I mean, he just didn't, he was probably played the best football of his career there like you know it just was for a short period of time exactly, CJ what, yeah. I, what have you done I've done the same thing Jesus lads were you comparing notes <laughs> yeah I, I've Galvin at 10 Cooper at 11 Deconfield at 12 like I, I also think that that game with Cooper at, at centre forward in, 2000, in 2013 it just stands out so much in my memory of like you saw him play there and you thought why, why weren't Kerry doing this Earlier, so, yeah. like, b- before this? Because it was, the passes were incredible. They were the kind of, like, they were the kind of passes that when you're in the stand, you see the pass, you see the ball. But he saw him before you. The ball was, you, you were like, you were still like, you were like, oh, like, I was, I remember because I was, that first half, I was in, I was in like a stand directly above them and, you were still amazed at the passes because you didn't like I didn't see that open man or what. They, they, they were his, his vision was incredible in that position and it really it really exploited it there. Yeah, Joe, so, I was yeah. at that match too, and there was I felt like there was a collective gasp on a couple of the you know when you hear eighty two thousand people do that some out of fear yeah. you know maybe sixty thousand out of fear twenty two thousand out of excitement but there was that kind of <gasps> like as in they didn't see as you just mentioned you didn't know it was on until he gave the ball in like it yeah. was uh, I don't I sometimes think and I hate to be one of those I was at the match people but I don't know if I don't know if the genius of that first half performance was done justice on television I have to be honest yeah you know I remember no, I, I, don't I, I watched that match recently and although it was still beautiful I don't I didn't get that same kind of feeling of genius in, in action as I did on the day you know yeah, it was yeah. 35 I, so frantic minutes, like 35 minutes, and he just seemed to be playing at his own pace in the middle of it. Like, he seemed yeah. to be kind of walking wherever else was sprinting. It was incredible. Yeah, I, I was there that day as well, and that, that was the one thing that I noticed, that he just seemed to be playing at a different speed to everybody else. Yeah. Well, look, eight all-stars in these 30 years. Uh, we could talk about the genius of Colin Cooper all day. Um, <laughs> no I, I like what you've year. done. What? Never footballer of the year, <laughs> I know. It's, Never it's footballer of the year is. fascinating. Eight all-stars. Like, the next best, I think, has five. Uh, Tomas and um, I, I, one, I think one person has four then um, right I like what you've done here because I didn't think this true and I was trying to shoe in everyone in the right positions bringing Gooch out frees up a corner forward position for one of I have three providing that you've gone for Donaghy and Morris as, yeah. as the other yeah. two so who, who's the who's the the 13 say I, I've gone with Mike Frank I thought you would, Morris. I uh, I agonised over this. I had Mike Frank, but uh, just before I started, I put in Paul Gainey instead. Gainey, yeah, and James O'Donoghue being a third choice is not yeah, exactly, yeah. every the time, was it? Or they, oh yeah. my god! Um, well, 
I'd be I'd be a dead heat between Gainey and Mike Frank now, I have to say. Yeah, I was the exact same way. Like I found out it was a really difficult decision. The reason I went for I think they're actually there were similar players for a lot of their career in that they like they seemed so they were the kind of like inside forwards who could get on the ball really close to goal and always like finish. Like their runs you, you talk about like um Mike Frank's goal against Cavan, like his where he ran and got on the ball, he's so close to goal. And you're also thinking, how do you how do you stop that? Like he, that was the kind of genius of him. The reason I went for Gainey over that is because Gainey could also do that, but he in recent years has evolved to do the kind of the link role. Like, and I think that evolution, like I wonder, did did we kind of miss how good Paul Gainey was even last year? Like four points in the first All Ireland final because of this the flair and excitement of the younger Kerry team. And you think about like, Paul Gainey is a guy who, in 2017, he's the only player outside of Mayo Dublin who gets an All-Star. You know, and Mayo 16. Kerry... Yeah. They're like when Kerry did nothing as well. Like, you know, two All-Stars in a row in years that Kerry aren't in All-Ireland finals. Like, you know. And, but, and then you go back even further than that and you go to the, the Mayo-Kerry game. And do you remember the replay down in Limerick? I remember being at this and I think Mayo scored two goals really early in that game. I think they were six points up. It was like two, three to two points or points. And Paul, the Kerry scored a goal. It's a volley. I think uh, uh, James Unhook is ball across and it's kind of a, it's a messy goal. But if you watch that goal back and watch how Paul Ganey wins that ball, like I remember I was behind the goal and like he literally had a defender on his back. Like there was no way he could burst on the ball. And somehow he got out in front, turned, and gave an incredible kick pass inside, kind of similar to Morris Fitz's uh, from that coming game. That's what it reminds me of, to be honest. If you watched the, mm. the goal Kerry scored in the replay for, for that, and to, Paul Ganey both to get on that ball and give the pass inside. And like, that's where I think that, like, I'd be interested to hear why PJ went for, for, for Mike Frank. And uh, like, to, it's a toss up to me. Like, they're, they're both kind of phenomenal players. But just because of that kind of evolution, I think that. Uh, that's why I went for Ganey anyway. You did defend well, I, Mike Frank, like five all, five all Ireland. <laughs> like <he's, Yeah>. they, <laughs> we did just talk about his overall medal haul first, not just with <laughs> Kerry, but with like club and everything is incredible. 94 minor all Ireland winner. Uh, 90, he won a club all Ireland with Lone Rangers. He won a Sigerson's. He won Sigerson with uh, Trilly IT. He won. Best under 21 All Ireland's, he won a uh, Hogan Cup, he won, and he won like f- five senior All Ireland's as well. Uh, he scored eight goals, 130 points over his entire championship points yeah. over his entire career. And like he did, he did, I just, I remember him scoring important points, and he, he was just like, I, I, I just like loved watching him as a mm. player as well. And that goal, in, that goal against Cavan in '97 kind of really stands out. Morris Fitz, I think it's Morris Fitz gives him this beautiful yeah. kind of pass inside. And as soon as you see Mike Frank pick up the ball, you're like, "This defender has no chance whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's destroyed him already." I think what works against Mike Frank a little bit in terms of legacy was nothing to do with how good a footballer he was, but because he was Kerry's boy wonder, and he was replaced with the ultimate boy wonder four or five years later when Gooch comes through in the same mm. position, you know, and I wonder did that just work against him in terms of people even remembering him, you know, and it's not as if he wasn't there for a few years after that, like, but, uh, you know, it'd be like as if, you know, David Clifford now was, you know, not David Clifford, but some David Clifford had come in 
to replace some guy who we thought was the saviour of Kerry football or two years later, you know, it kind of does undermine them a little bit, which is unfortunate. It's just, a, it's just almost a legacy thing, like, you know. Uh, one of the greatest names, of course, in uh, football, and you always knew that <laughs> yeah. Jerk Canning was serious when he called him Michael Francis Russell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, lads. I don't want to have the casting vote and I'll let you have two different teams and maybe we'll let the people... Let the people decide and they can send us in. Um, do you have any other people that we want to mention? We haven't really even mentioned Donaghy and Morris Fitz. We are almost David out of Clifford, time, I mean, like David Clifford probably has to be... Like, I, wrote, I did wrote, write down a team initially yeah. and David Clifford was in it. If Clifford because, has yeah. one more year like he's had in the last two, where he's had two All-Stars out of two as a senior footballer, how long do you have to be there before you say he's one of the best six forwards that Kerry have had in the last 30 years? Yeah, yeah there's no doubt that... Like, in, in like when we're like they're doing this in another thirty years time, he's in there. I like if his career continues on the same trajectory, yeah. he's definitely in there. Like yeah, he could be he, like he could be the greatest carry footballer of all time. Really could be. That you did that level. Of <laughs> he looks it. I know. Well, you yeah. you were with me the day in the when he scored the four goals in the All Ireland in the in, yeah. in, in the minor final. And we were just like willing the ball to go to him again so he could do it again and just create more history every time he got the ball. And he just does. And he, it's amazing that that guy who we saw play minor those two years hasn't let us down. And has immediately become possibly you know you could argue. Definitely, arguably, arguably the greatest uh, footballer in the country already. You know, but so can't like, wait to see the, more of him. The player who puts more seats, like bums on seats, than anyone else. Yeah, in in, in Gaelic football, probably in Gaelic football and hurling at the moment, in J. Like no, nobody puts bums on seats like David Lever. No. Um, some of this young team as well that, that are playing along with him, like you mentioned, Sean O'Shea earlier, Morris. These lads obviously have a have a, a claim on these teams on like maybe in another five years if we're doing 95 to, to 2025, you know, but um, are you, is there anything else, anybody else that you, uh, you feel like we've neglected to mention? The only other one I, I, that I kind of angst over and another player who I think might be slightly appreciated is, is Darren O'Sullivan and his yeah. ability to kind of change games, which was just insane. And that like, we, you know, that raw speeds that, uh, and also the fact that, like, I, I just, I, one thing I really admire about uh, Darren Sullivan is kind of how diligently he went about what he did. Like, he was made captain and dropped for final, which I, he has discussed himself as a really difficult situation. And yet off the bench, he was this, like, electric presence every single time. Like, he consistently both made himself at home as, a, as an impact player and also then when he started uh, as a wing forward. And um, I think, like, it, it's hard to get him into a team like this, but I, he's not a profession, I suppose. Yeah, his back heel goal, all around quarter final alone. I mean. <laughs> one more, one other player has to get mentioned here is Donegal Walsh. Yeah, Kerry's, uh, I had him Kerry. actually written down in my provisional team. Yeah. I have to say, yeah, I, I I did as well. Like, yep, yeah. and then I then I was like, hold on, how do I how do I get Declan O'Sullivan in this team? Then, like, it's like <laughs> yeah, 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 Declan O'Sullivan has to be in this team in this team, but like Donegal Walsh, uh, I always remember. Uh, I think it was Eamon Sweeney calling him Kerry Sherpa, which I yeah. thought was a. Uh, like the, the perfect description of him uh like if if you were picking like a team that you wanted to go out there and like a carry team you wanted to go out there and do a job and like take on someone like dublin like don't watch might be in that team like, yeah absolutely he, he, if you're actually sending this team out to all play in their prime you need a player like him now you've got paul galvin as well like is is the kind of is what you're you're um 
working off there, but I, I really agree. One other player to mention, lads, I think that Donaghy is so far and ahead, definitely the full forward on this team and what he did from 2006 up until, like, what was it, last year, two years ago, um, was phenomenal. But um, Daryl Canada, actually, it, it surprised me a lot that he won an all-star. Um, at least I don't think yep. he did. Maybe I missed one. No, I didn't. But, uh, you know, he was beaten hard to that Kerry team for so long and when you watch those highlights especially in the early 2000s up to 2004 or whatever he was just such a focal point for that forward line like you know class footballer and possibly doesn't get talked about enough mm. yeah okay. Kerry have a weird history of that kind of like centennial player who like Daryl Canadian funnily was immediately replaced in that role by somebody like Owen Brosnan who again was like a goal scoring machine and he also had never won an all-star but uh like I don't think he did. I'm really sorry, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, a similar thing, kind of as a full forward and just like this, like total finisher. Kept Stephen Sullivan out of the team in 2006. Um, but I, I, again, like I, I, they're like, and that kind of goes back to my point about what I talked about earlier. Is like they're like these are really, really good players. But when you're comparing them against the greatest footballers of all time, yeah, the, the gap is just that bit kind of pronounced. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, if you want to vote for your Kerry team, just get on to Balls.ie, go to GA section. You have until Friday to do so. We'll be announcing the official Kerry 15 for 30. You've got three teams there, lads. You've got, well, I didn't even give mine in the end. I do, it doesn't matter, I suppose. Uh, the non-Kerry. The non uh, I gave my Clare team last week and I was happy enough to do it. But um, thanks a million to, to PJ and to Morris staying up late uh, over in Sydney. Um, he'll be checking refreshing balls of the all day for all night Friday night Saturday morning to see what the final team is um, again if you do want to vote just get on the balls put in your 15 we'll add them up we'll get the data together add them up and put the team out on Friday evening thanks a million for listening we'll talk to you next week